shit at all. Oh shit. We good? Alright. First off, first off, we gotta shout out Mr. Red Buddy for production in the background. The beat was made by him. Sounds amazing. You got a name for it? Yeah, this is the 1104 Challenge beat. 1104 Challenge. Rappers, if you rap, go on my page. Follow me at dot Mr. Rent Money on Instagram. I have the 1104 Challenge going on. You remix this, go to the real, remix it, and you put your bars to it. Let me hear what you got. I will repost it and shout you out. You heard him here, people. Go to this page. 1104 Rap Challenge. Let's see what bars you got. Not even, oh, I'm sorry. Not even just rappers. I haven't got my man. He's working on it. He, he plays a guitar. He's going to do like a collaboration with me for the 1104 Challenge. So if you just do anything musically in general, you can do the 1104 Understood. Challenge. Understood. I knew somebody that played the saxophone. I guess oh. I can't. Maybe though, maybe though, maybe, maybe. Oh my god, something is wrong with you. She loved that man. (laughs) That's genuine love, yo. Like, she finds ways to interject that man's saxophone every time. Yo, my man with the saxophone. I'm like, yo, I need that 1104 challenge. Yo, can you turn me down, uh, please? I'm like peeking. But speaking of music, right? Oh, man. Last week or two weeks ago, Tory Lanez put out a tweet and talked about music isn't timeless no more. It's like niggas just making shit for the moment and then it passes away. Do y'all agree with that? Some music. Most music. Okay. Most a, music. Donda is not that. Donda is not that at all. Not for me. Okay. Like you feel like you, you can listen to that over and over or even in 10 years from now, you'll still want to 20 years to from now. Okay. Okay. 20 years from now, I'm still listening to Donda. No, I'm saying in general. Twenty years from now, I'm from twenty years ago. I'm still listening to same music. Twenty years, twenty years later. Get you. What about you, Gigi? Um, I think it's there's both sides to the coin. Um, where we also take into account how we consume music too. Good. Before, back in the day, we would wait for albums. We would wait for songs to be released. We would have to like wait for it to play on the TV or on the radio. We couldn't just, unless we recorded it on that cassette player yeah. or we got the album, there was no way for us to play as often as we wanted to. So it, it seemed timeless to us because every moment was like, it's like it was brand new again. I agree. I agree. Yo, Mr. Rick Money made that point too. When I, I think I asked you this question like a couple week, a week ago or something. He said the same thing. He was like, the way we consume music, how we have so many streaming platforms, and the fact that I think one could make the argument the internet has made music less timeless. Because yes, consumption is everything, but it's like when, when you think of the when you think of like a timeless track, something that like you remember the feeling, like you said, of waiting for it. You remember that feeling. You remember waiting, or you could connect it to a moment. Like, think about college dropout versus 50s. Um, versus when 50 dropped. Uh, what's 50 second album? Is it Massacre? The Massacre? I think so. But yeah, when when it was fake, like you when you go back to college dropout, you remember those moments. I like Get Rich or Die Trying. That album. Was oh, amazing. Get Rich or Die Trying is the best debut album of all time. Classic. It's not even a question. Absolutely Um. But yeah, I think that if we really took a moment and and know that the music that we do like allows us to have a feeling, 
but that feeling passes because not only it's not even just about the music it's just about us as consumers we're taking in things so fast that we're impatient about things we want things right now especially people on the east coast like we are moving fast we we want to put out a product we want to see the profits like right there and so it's like you do something you complete it and you're on to the next one no one is no longer sitting and listening and riding to the beat like like right now Right? Yo, this is not hard. It's not hard. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it, brother. I like rappers, eleven oh four. No, not rappers, musicians, yes. artists, singers, yes. rappers. Yeah, not. I'm just saying. Hell, even if you dance, post that shit. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm with you. I I'm would like you. that. I would like that a lot. I'm with you. That bro. would be crazy. That Actually, would be crazy. let's give it to all the creatives. If you're able to do something with this. Maybe it's even a collage, a painting, you doing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, photos of yourself. Um, Put that out there. Let's celebrate you while we're celebrating Mr. Right Money. Agreed. Um, Shall we get started, people? Yeah. We ready. You don't think a saxophone will be? Welcome, welcome, welcome to all of our listeners to Just a Conversation with Greg, Mr. Red Money, and Gigi. This is Combo 48. How y'all doing? I am your host, Greg. And that is not playing because I don't There we go. I'm Greg, and I am the lovely and gracious and lovely and the first person you'll probably ever meet in your life through Mm -hmm. your earphones. Mm -hmm. And I'm joined by two people that I really enjoy being around. Sometimes can't say that all the time, but for the mm. most part, I really love them. Um, we got Mr. Rent Money. How you doing, Mr. Rent Money? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking me. Every every day this week, I've been um, <clears throat> filling in really great spirits. Dope. That is awesome. I'm not sure why I said spirits. Yeah, you, cheers to that, um, brother. <laughs> in a great spirit. I've been in a great <laughs> spirit, uh, but... Um, there is no contract. I was about to say on the contrary, but that's been something. That's I, good when you ain't got no contract. I love that. Yeah. yeah I was, so naturally, gay. I was about to follow the contract, but every day this week, I've been, you know, uh, waking up very grateful and, and appreciative of the current state of my life. Mm. Dope. I love that. that. That's I love amazing. that. I'm glad to, to hear that you're doing well. Um, Absolutely. That's good. So we also got. <laughs> Great. Look, I got something. I got something for you. Look. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy Was Gigi's birthday <laughs> on Tuesday? Uh, she you. turned 84 years old, and we are glad. That's the vibe. And 
build with them like a snake. And happy that you are here to see another year of your beautiful life. Thank you. Thank you. How are you you. doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. That's what it was, Gigi. You just look new. That's why, because you look new. You look brand new. What? You look brand new. I asked you in the elevator. I said, Hey, you know, I like it. Hey, so this this thing look good on me. I think you know you only gets better. Where will you pick me from the airport? Look, you, yeah. you look, look. Well, yeah. okay. No, but yeah, well, how you doing? How was your birthday weekend? Um, yeah, it was good. It was really low key for me. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I really went like on a hiatus, like after. I came back from my other trip where I wasn't able to like really communicate with people. Um, and I thought I was gonna like die, especially knowing like I love being on Twitter. But it actually was like relieving and brought me back to like that moment before I started tapping into the social media streets and it felt amazing. And so like going into my birthday, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna take a step further. Not only am I not gonna be on social media, I'm not gonna even be on my phone. Now, granted, so everyone who did wish me happy birthday, thank you so much. I um, wrote a meaningful message on Twitter. I and I saw that like two days later. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so she liked it this morning. When was yeah, your birthday? On Tuesday. Yeah, I, I remember shit like I that. I really was No Greg, forgiveness. Greg, you're in the room with me as I'm speaking to our our friends, families, and listeners that I was on a hiatus. You're, are you listening to me? I don't, You could go on a low hiatus. Answer me. Uh, I did, Greg. I talked to you. Trash. Okay, so... I love you. <laughs> love you too, Greg. So what I decided to do is, like, I didn't, like, I, I put my phone, like, on Do Not Disturb. I just kind of cleaned up my space, meditated, took myself out to dinner, and I just, like, went home. And now... Everyone that did provide me gifts as well, thank you so much. Um, it's very appreciative. Um, shout outs to you. And uh, but all in all, like this week was cool. Outside of yesterday, where I'm gonna share my story, Greg. Do it, Greg. I'm gonna share my story, y'all. Listen. So I went to Walmart because my dog needed some food. Shout outs to the food that my dog eats. Till y'all start paying us, maybe I'll start shouting y'all out. But anyways. Um, because she likes the specific food, so Walmart actually had it on a discount. So I went over there, got it. Um, I brought my, I had a, a cart, you know, like the grocery carts, because her food is like heavy. So I leave. I'm heading out, and as I'm on the highway and I get to a toll booth, I realize that I don't have my black purse. For anyone that knows me, I have this little black little wristlet purse that has like my whole life in it. And I realized that I don't have it. So I turn back around and I go back to Walmart and I don't see it. It's not there, y'all. It's gone. I said, this ain't it. So I go inside. They tell me that they don't see it. They're like, you have to fill up, file a police report in order for them to review the cameras. I was like, okay. So I go to the police station, which is not too far. Um, I go there, and I'm like, hey, Mr. Police Officer, me and sir. And I'm, like, hyperventilating. I'm so sad. He's one of the nicest officers ever. He cute. He looked good. That was a good-looking police officer, and he gave me some alkaline water. That means he really cared about me, I just want to say. Alkaline water is disgusting. It's really good. And he said that, that this is the water that I drink. No and I was like, oh, thank you. You're going to give me some of your water? He said, yes. And I said, thank you, Mr. Police Officer, me and sir. 
And he was like, no problem. So then he like told me like how to fill out the police report. I did it. But something told me after I hyperventilated and I was in a moment in the police station that I should go back to Walmart. And I should try one more time. I was like, at this point, the only thing they could do is tell me that they didn't find it again, right? But I'm going to let them know that I filed police support. So even if y'all thought y'all didn't find it, maybe y'all should because they coming through tomorrow. Because uh, I, I, I was about to ask you, what's, what was the purpose of filing the police report? So they can run the tapes. I wouldn't have thought of that. I would have just been like, damn, I lost my wallet. No, because she told me, she said that, um, she's like, the only way that they're going to be able to run the tapes was if you file a police report. And the police station happened to be like six minutes away from Walmart. Get so out like, of here. So I, I was like, I, that, that is valuable information. So I called 911 and I told them, they said, come to the police station and file a report. And it's, so I did it. Had a great time. The police officers in the back was having a great time. I don't know if they was working, but that's none of my business. Anyways, um, so I leave. I go back to Walmart. I happen to see this lady that's walking towards Walmart, which also works there. I'm like, hey, ma'am, did you see a black purse? She's like, no, um, but you should walk with me. I can see if they've seen it. I'm like, okay. So I walk with her. I'm like, at this point, the only thing they can tell me is no. I walk over. She brings me to the opposite side of where I initially went to. And I said, hello. I was like, did you guys find a black she said it was a black purse. It's like a, and I was like, yeah. She said, yeah. And I said, are you serious? She said a customer brought it inside um, about an hour ago. Um, and they had it ever since. And everything was in there. The money on my IDs. Everything. I was what, like, what, what, what Walmart was this? The one in Union. On 22? Yeah. Oh, that, that's a catch. Like that's You throw that in the air. It could have <coughs> went any other way. Could have absolutely went any other way. I'm happy for you. But I'm really happy That's for me, up. too. And then so then I drove back to the um, police station because I wanted to see him one more time. And I needed to let them know that I found it. So then the, the, the detectives didn't have to call me. Get your me. hormones in check, girl. Relax. Because he was happy when he saw me, too. And he was actually pretty surprised. And he wanted to know what happened, and obviously, so he can close the case. And he told me that. Um, did he said, is it okay if I take your number off the police report? No. Or did he? Now, what if he did take the number off the police report and text you? I'm okay with that. For real? That's not stalking? I like a man in uniform. It's absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. That's a violation of your rights. That's absolutely. I, I dated a cop that low-key stalked me, and I thought that was weird. Like, I would pop up in places, and, like, my car, like, you know, like, the window wipers? Like, I was, like, in... Um, I was in a parking lot, and I went inside. My window wipers were down, and I came outside. The window wipers were up. Yep. So I put them down, and then I started driving. Then there was a cop car behind me, and then the lights went on, and it was him. And he told me that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a piece of power. Yeah, so now you going to tell the time when you stalk someone? No. Um, he told me that my car smelled like weed, and he said, I could definitely give you a ticket for it. And I said, well, you also got to tell them why you pulled me over initially. And that was the end of that story. But anyways, the end, the whole. see him again? No, like we, it ended up being really, really weird. Like he was trying to look for a sugar daddy for me. I was trying to look for a sugar mom for, for him. Like, and it got, it, okay. it, it didn't work out. Um, but my week in itself after me finding my wallet. Okay. And I just want to say, you guys, this is actually the second time that I've lost it. So I'm definitely going to uh, take more heat and pay more attention. There's something that I'm clearly not doing that I'm losing these things. So there is something on me too, but I'm grateful that I found my wallet, so. Dope. That's yes. dope. And then you came back today, Greg. I did came back today. I did come back to, came back to, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, 
Oh, this is what I'm supposed to tell you about my week now? Um, sure. So, my week was cool. Yo, like you, I was feeling grateful this week. I was, like, really mm-hmm. feeling really... I don't know what happened. I like, like it is not what you think. It's like that Scorpio energy. But I think that's I don't what know what happened, but I was like, I'm grateful. I'm Yay, grateful. It's this it's that mm. season. Which leads me to the first well to my topic for, for today's pod. Cause I was feeling so grateful that I, I texted my friends, which really pissed me off with you because you didn't respond. Greg. But I digress. Wow. I text my friends individually, not like a group. I like thought indi- I, it was special because it was my birthday, Greg. No, no. You got the special birthday message on Twitter. But why does Twitter Five have to get the, later. Why does Twitter have to get the special message and I get the special message everybody else got? You, because everyone didn't get it. That's leaving you oh, to my point. Okay. How many friends would you say you have? Oh. There's tears to my friendships. And this is why. And I have bubbles. Yeah. I can't count, so I'm not even going to give you a number. I sh- I just let you know how it works for me. For me, it's nine. Wow. He counted. That's it. He got, he, <laughs> he didn't need no I toes. have nine friends. That's amazing. I think so, too. That is amazing. I just want to be in a room for the, the 12 essence, people the essence, that you know. Sorry. The essence of the word friend and brother varies Absolutely. from person to person. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So when I think about, when I think, well, at a time, I thought that the, the term brother was like, you know, more more than a friend because Mm. of the way that the word friend is often just casually used with social media like you add a friend how is this person your friend if you've never ever had a conversation with him now they're your friend because you press press click the button um so the word friend goes goes deeper than for me than what many people say it to be and I would say uh, five wow okay <laughs> five he, he said five five friends. five friends. friends there's a friend in there's a friend in in many people. Yeah. Absolutely. But when you're talking about, when I'm talking about, I don't want to yeah. speak to uh-huh. anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But when I'm talking about a friend, you know, there's a, there's a, a, a certain, uh, there's something that, something else that comes along with the responsibility of being a friend. Agreed. Mm. You like, know what I'm saying? Like, I, I for example, um, you know, the personal check-ins. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that there's a a scheduled time, you know what I'm saying? But just when you know, like, wow, you know, my friend was thinking about me. You know what I'm saying? That that type of thing. Like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? For for me, that's what it is. 
So when I say a brother, like, has nothing to do with blood. Understand. You know what I'm saying? It's because of the amount of history, the amount of consistency that has been uh, displayed throughout, for, for sure. throughout the throughout the years, um, throughout the history. You know, so many things, so many chapters, new chapters in your life. These same people who have been there are counted for as brothers to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, is a so, brother so is the, a brother more than a friend to you, or like if you had to put them in hierarchy, what's what's yeah what's more yeah, important? A, there's no more. Not important. more important. That's the best. That's, that's not the proper way of saying. But I'm saying like. Um, to be called a friend holds more weight than friend. a brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For sure, like, for sure, like we when I say friend and it comes along with it, like that, it it can go hand in hand. Like I said, there's a friend in certain people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but as far as being, I, I like how you uh, said that. I do like. It, it, there's a friend within a friend. That's like because you could find people whom you've. Just met and had a little history with, like, yo, there's a friend in that person, you know what I mean? It's like, contrary to them being your friend. your friend, like, where they got you in they in their rotation in their phone and they're ready to call you, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, but what about you? How many friends would you say you have? I don't have a real number, Greg. You don't have a number? No, because, like, I think about, like, I just have different dynamics of friends and every dynamic have different layers of me and so everyone's important and i don't want to even like put a i don't want to quantify those people because there was a moment in time where i didn't need anyone and there's people that i never expected to show up for me everyone needs someone right and so to know that and there was even people that i wouldn't even think that they were friends but they were there and there are people that I thought that I could consider friends, and they were not there. So, so they're not. Wait, you you you're confusing the shit out of me. No, I'm telling you that after my accident, Greg, that allowed me to say like, what's a friend and what's not, is that my it has changed because I saw people that I would have never expected to be there for me uh-huh. to be there. So those are friends. Yes. So the people would you so would you say the people that didn't come see you, those are friends too? No. You answer the question. What? Yes, but I, but they were my friends before it happened. But they're no longer your friends, right? Duh, Greg. So so you can so why can't you say how many friends you have now? Because I'm I'm not gonna sit here and count. I'm t- I'm still telling you. I'm just letting you know that the for me, I get friends can change. Yes, that's okay. I yes. get that. Yes, I don't think so. You don't think friends can change? No, let me rephrase that. I think after a certain age, I think your friends are solidified. Are you serious? For sure. I don't think so. I think I, I think at a certain age, and I'm jaded, and I know I am. Mm-hmm. I've been blessed to meet my friends early on in life. Yeah. Um, and and I feel like this point in my life, at 29, I ain't looking for new friends. Wow, great. I don't think I would take on new friends. Mm. I'm good. Okay, so for me, I'm always open to the opportunity because as 
I get, like, as I'm evolving and I'm growing and I'm changing every day, that I'm going to meet other people that are growing and changing every day, especially now in these podcast streets. For sure. Like, knowing that, like, this wasn't something, or even being on social media, like, there's a whole dynamic, a whole family that I've actually created just on social media in itself. That, like, I really hold dear to my heart, which I would have never even thought that would be a thing. And Mm. to me, those are acquaintances. I'm not calling you a friend. And I say this because, for me, a friend is anyone that caused me stress. I'm happy that you're in therapy. Explain that to me. I'm so happy. Caused me stress. I'm so happy. I heard that term before. You you said that? Is that the term you made up or you said that? No, no. I just, I thought I just recently thought no, of this. Maybe someone life. else has that's said no, it. That, that's no, probably written over his forehead. Yes. No, causes me stress. Causes. Oh, that's I see what you're saying. Like, you don't see it? They, they... <laughs> They cause, like, when I say they cause me stress, I mean, like, when you are going through something, Mm. I'm there with you. Oh. And those nine people cause me stress. Mm. Add to the gray hairs. That's not good. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying at all that, like, someone can enter that circle. I'm not saying that they can't. What I'm saying is I am not actively looking. Mm. If we kick it, like let's say you, me and someone kick it off because we are both interested in football and we talk about football all the time. We start talking about other sports and shit. That person is still not my friend. He is, I'm cool with them. Yeah. And I get that because that was just a a moment. You guys are associates and then you guys leave each other. But I'm also telling you that this dynamic of friends that I see that are friends are people that I was talking to every day. This is during the time of the pandemic. Like, think about you going to work every day, nine to five. These are people that I was talking to every day, more than I was actually talking to the people that I would probably interact with. So they've they've gotten to know me and I've gotten to know them and we've proactively seen that we can proactively be there for each other, physically, not physically. Like, the dynamics of what I was able to obtain from these group of individuals and the leaps and bounds that we have made as a group, I would absolutely say that these are my friends. Can I combine... Not everybody. Can I combine (laughs) a thought that you said and a thought Mr. Rent Money said? Absolutely. For a new thought? Of course. So Mr. Rent Money said the word friend is thrown around casually, Right. I believe I, I agree with that. For for for, for people just so that my stance like, not necessarily stance, but just mm-hmm. so people are clear. The word friend to me I hold very, very strongly. Okay. Well, like so that's just how like you label it's it. like love. It's like it's like any one of those strong words where I can't just call anybody a friend. Cause I like the if you I don't um, call anybody a friend. I'm not saying you do, I'm not accusing you of that. Okay. Um but Mr. Rick Money said people throw that word around, like, leisurely, right? I think it's uh, how you perceive it. Because, like, I told you, there's different layers of friends for me. There's levels to the friendships for I get me. that. And, and that's, so, what about the, that's also what I want to bring in, how you said that there's tears yeah. to your friendship. I, I think what you both are saying is that I think social media has definitely had an impact on what people consider a friend. And, and now I'm bringing it outside of us. This is as, this is not pertaining to anyone here, but I think social media because on Facebook, Facebook is the biggest platform, social media platform um, around. And what do you, what are you with someone when you follow someone? You are friends now on Facebook, and 
because because some people hang on to these words, and we've all probably have seen something on the news where where two people met on on social media, and they think that they're really 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 close. Then some shit happens, and someone dies, mm-hmm. right? And it's all because of because they think they're friends can't say on things. social media. Friendship is subjective. I can say that you're my friend, but you don't probably not fucking with me. That you happens to, to me often. So that's the thing is that <laughs> you can't tell someone if I think that we're really, really close and you realize like, no, like, I don't I don't really talk to you like that. Like we're not even that cold. Like, yo, I thought we were best friends. Like people believe you can't tell that them that that's not the case. That shit happens to me often. That's horrible. That's Very often. Horrible. And I'm not saying you're, you're not wrong. Friendship is subjective. I'm just literally just talking about the term, like the, 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 the term of the word. Because I get it, but I also have associates too. So, right. So it's not like that's what I, yeah, everybody I is not my, every, just because I'm saying like I have these different tiers of friends or different um, groups of friends that there's not people that I know that I know casually or for know sure. through other friends. I definitely have that, have that um, going on for me too. So it's not like a thing that I don't do. <laughs> my ear is killing me. No, it's cool. Yeah, I, I, I totally, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. That. Um, and, and sometimes I feel like there were people that I may have called friends that you realize, this is something that I've noticed, that you realize <laughs> that just because someone initially wants great for you doesn't always mean that they're really for you. And when you realize at that moment, when you get to that point where you get to this, like, this, this point where you're like, I did it. And they're not rooting for you like you thought they was going to be rooting uh-huh. for you. They're not really like at the finish line. You know, like, yo, I know that you can do it. They're actually more surprised that you did it <laughs> and start making you doubt yourself. And then you realize like, oh, you was just hyping me to see me fail, friend. You wasn't really hyping me to support me. And I think that that's oblivious. And I've, I've seen myself in that situation. So I can definitely understand where like throwing the idea of like everybody that just wants great for you is your friend. Um, but at the same time, I think There's that ulterior motives. to appreciate the people that really want to appreciate you and just like love or just like anything that you honestly can't feel, that you actually have to trust it. It may not always fall in your favor, but as long as you trust yourself, you have discernment and you'll trust that you're making the right choice in that moment. If it's not, it'll reveal itself. And then you just reset and be great. I agree. I just, yeah. I just I, when when we when we were talking, um, just about the word like friend, it just got me thinking like. You you always hear people say you want to have a lot of friends, and I think the older I get, it's like. No, and maybe it's because of the way I value relationships. I know, I wear my heart on my sleeve, and uh, and and I call you like near and dear to me, like you are near and dear to me, like. When you hurt, I'm hurting. And sometimes that ain't good. That's not all the time. You be like, did you get over it? Because sometimes your shit is stupid. Wow. No. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> can't do that. That's what he does. He goes, How you like, no, he was, G- no. G- no, I'd be G- like, Greg, I'd be in my feelings. You, you, you be like, and he'd be driving, he'd just look at me and be like, Gigi. Get over <laughs> it. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, nah. No, nah, because listen, listen. 
Your feelings are always valid. Mm-mm. And don't act like I don't address them. No, you address them like, <laughs> like, bitch. I'll be, I, 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 I definitely address your feelings. Mm-mm. Don't do that to me. Okay, great. I may shit on them after a while, mm. but I do address them. That's shit even mm-hmm. addressing in them present shit time. On yeah, he definitely shits on them in present time. I can smell it. <laughs> I can smell it. But yeah, that was a, that's all I had about friendships and friends. The ones that you can count on. How many of us have them? Friends. I'll be making up my own words, clearly. One we can depend on. Friends. <laughs> uh, we want to go? Sure. Yeah, okay. So, as we uh, finish up on the friendship topic, mine's kind of like plays into the social media aspect as well. Also, kind of just plays into me and what I did in the last, I want to say, two weeks where I took, like, a hiatus from social media. Um, The first week wasn't really an option. The second week um, was an option for me. So my question is, um, should you take off some time from social media, like, from time to time? Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. I think that's... uh a good way to uh, unplug from something that is known to be uh, linked to depression and anxiety. Absolutely. And amongst an array of other uh, ailments, mental ailments. And I don't see a thing wrong with it. In fact, it's, it, it should be promoted more. I totally uh, agree. The um, this was just not to sound conspiracy, but the 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 original CEOs or something like that of Facebook were aware, and they were warning the dangers of the long term effects of social media. On the generations to come. Hmm. Is that something that we're going to talk about in conspiracy theories? Or do you want to tap into it right now? Because we're here now. Well. Uh, for me. Psycholo- psychologists. People who are, uh, know how to uh, come up with different ways to mess with people's minds. Yeah. Are hired. Yeah. And paid. Millions of dollars, millions of dollars is to invested into, media into to find uh, out like how people brain mind control type Absolutely. people who now nah, this not conspiracy, bro. This is real life, like uh, people who have uh, who have degrees that align with mind control and all that type of thing. So okay. it's it's very real. Um, so the the fact that you you're suggesting that. Oh, you didn't suggest. No, I'm just. I'm asking. Do you think that's a good idea for anyone to um, take a hiatus from social media from time to time? Should be promoted for sure. Good. And yeah. Are you saying? Do you think it's a good idea? Yeah. Sure, it's a good idea. Yeah. Is it necessary? I don't think so. You don't think it's necessary to take a hiatus from social media? Absolutely not. I think you control what you want to see. Do you really? Yeah, I think I know. I know I'm in the minority with that, and that's fine. Um, but I think you can. As if, if we believe that if we watch something once, 
that an algorithm is going to start to show you things similar to yeah. over and over, right? Yeah. Who believes that? No, that's what I think. That's that's not even belief. It's a fact. It's like when you watch an ad, if you watch it fully through, forget watching the ad. If you type, if you if you search for something once, not once, not once. No, let me finish. If you Google search TVs, as soon as you get on Instagram, you gonna see an ad for a TV. Not once. If this is no, when which it's when you talk about the algorithm is something that's like perpetuated. Like you, you're going it, you're visit, visiting it. The algorithm won't pick it up until you've re- repeated this. Okay, you want to TVs? You've done this like a few times. Like you've re- now, I would. It's not just gone. As soon as you look up something that you never like obscurely yes. looked up. No, I, I, especially on Facebook, and I'm not even like a social media person. Like if I went on to Nordstrom.com and I found like a bag. If I go on to Facebook, I'm going to see You went a to Nordstrom. Nordstrom mad times before that. No. Before that. Mr. There's no money. No. I, can go, I can go on a computer that I can, I can go on a computer. Name I've another ne- example of something that okay, you've that never... Okay, ne- that I've never... Okay. Um, I can give you mad examples. Uh, a, a, a G-Shock watch. You never I haven't, I haven't bought. Uh, I haven't bought a G-Shock watch in five plus years. Yeah, but... You think that's old to you, but when it comes to an algorithm or AI technology, it's, yeah. it's definitely remembered. It's in a memory bank, not yours. It's so far removed from your mind, but I promise you, it wasn't. You've never the thought very about something, first, but, but and it didn't pop up on your phone. It's not just it's, as a, as obscure as I thought it was. It was something that I definitely yes. Yeah, so it was one time, even if it but just even, happened one time. Listen, what I'm saying, I can't, I can't uh, have revisited something if it was the first time. Yes, you yes, just you said can, that. Cause, cause no, not, I did not. Listen. I said revisit. How can I revisit something if it was one time? I, you said that I've never looked up watches before, and I said, and you said, and I said, well, yeah, I've looked up watches before. So you're saying that no matter what, it's going to be the first time that they use that as my algorithm. That's what you're saying. No, that's not what I'm okay. saying. I'm I'm saying I'm saying that if you've looked it up before, that's accounted into the okay. algorithm. Meaning that can, the the fact that you the fact that it's old in your mind, like I haven't looked this up in five years. By your standard, you saying I didn't look this up in five years, so uh-huh. why is it that five years later it's still coming? No, because it remembered that. Five years ago, that time, it still added up. Whether it was every five years, okay, now that's the reason why it's going to start popping up. It wasn't because you've never looked up anything associated to that genre or or field. You, you have, are, and it contributed. But it's not just about products. It's like, if you, even if I was to type into Google and ask a question, how do I make chicken parm? Now that I've typed that question in for the first time ever in Google yeah. on my on my computer, next time I'm on Instagram or Facebook, so I'm seeing an ad for groceries. Ads. I'm seeing it. You looking up? You've looked, but the thing is, that's not the first time you've looked up ingredients. You're thinking about it like in a in, as in a sense of okay, I I'm I'm Google searching in ingredients. But if you're a person who Google searches ingredients in general, it's just to the to the algorithm, to AI technology, it's just 
so food then, so, in general so is but ingredients specifically is so chicken parm that he's seen. Why hasn't those ads popped up before me typing in that? Exactly. Before typing in that Like exact the day question. before I typed in bikes, I've been seeing bikes. Today I put in cheese. I've been seeing cheese all day. Like why haven't I been seeing, like you said, uh, just to go back to your um, example about his ingredients, why haven't I seen ingredient ads pop up randomly? Why hasn't he seen feed? another ingredient about he put in chicken parm? Why so is he not seeing easy, spaghetti right? and meatballs? So show me it an really example. Is you that just easy. literally type in in a random obscure joint, refresh your phone, and go on Instagram and see. Let me see if the Instagram is gonna automatically pick up the algorithm that fast of something like look up cellos. See if let me see. You never looked up cellos, right? You never looked up no something or, or like the some type of planet that that you've never that's outside of this universe or something like that. Like I guarantee you, those things won't pop up on your joint. I if think it's if that you're on your easy, desktop, absolutely. They have tracking okay. that they have for marketing, and well, they so do now it on it's just the desktop, or it's just I don't know. I, okay. I think it's I think I, it's main, I, I think it's mainly on phones and social media. Me I, right, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so, so I think you should be able to. It's that easy. Both of y'all said it. Y'all should be able to both type in something for sure that you know. What's on, something for sure you've never you've never looked up for sure, like. Like, if you think, like, that's so far out of the realm of anything that I would even type in. Cellos. <laughs> cellos. I thought it would cello. be. So, I'm saying you should be able to, by your standard, you should be able to type in cellos and then go on Instagram and see cellos at some yes. point. Yeah, you will. I think you will. So, why would it quick? Not necessarily cellos, but you will see something relating to music about, like, Classical music. Are you not just saying what I just said? I just said the algorithm is seeing. I just said it. It's recorded. The algorithm is seeing, is hearing you talking about music in general. You're thinking like when you said the the chicken parm you're, and all. Yeah, you're arguing something completely different from what we're saying. You let me just let me, no. Now this is where you are defensive listening because what what we're saying and what you're saying is two different things. You're saying because there, there is a back history already of me looking up these things that AI has already picked it up. It's not like it's not like you type in the letter A and then you see A on Instagram all the time. Um, like it's not that quick. Am I wrong? Am I off with saying is that is that not your point? Right. That's your point, right? What we're arguing, well, not even arguing. What we're saying is that. Yes, they could have a backlog of all of the shit that they're like, of everything I've ever searched. But the thing is, it's like when you start when you start searching for something specific. It has Nordstrom right on here. I haven't looked up Nordstrom at all you today. Just said you. No, but I'm telling you, like I'm I'm telling you that we just talked about it, but I didn't. I did not look well, up. Well, it's Nordstrom. recording us constantly. Like how? No, oh, but I, just think, but, but, no, like, I haven't even on Instagram. It's listening to us. We know your audio is recording no. twenty. Mister Rip, that, that, that's that's what we're like. We're we're not we're not all we're all saying the same thing just differently, bro. She what we're saying is that like yes, they have this backlog of AI on us, and it it it, 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 it contributes to the algorithm. But we're also saying that let's say 
For five years, I've never typed in Red Bull ever in my life. So, of course, nothing Red Bull is going to come up on my timeline. But, but as talk soon about it, as I type it in, now oh, I'm seeing bad ads for energy drinks. You, you, you don't have to type I, it in. The audio is audio. It's visual. It's definitely audio because my cousin and I. Oh, for sure. Uh, my the, hell yeah, my cousin and I, she was telling me how she wants for Thanksgiving to be able to rent a van and go um, with her, her fiance, her mother and her uh, kids to North Carolina. I don't need a rental, but on Instagram, they gave me a Hertz commercial. So again, these are I didn't even have to type any of these things in. Yeah. I didn't even open Instagram up today at all until this moment, and they literally definitely know what and I'm doing. And that's what I'm saying, and because of that, I'm sorry, just to go back to the original question about do you about staying off social media, I, yes, it's a good idea, but I don't think it's necessary because I think you can control what you want to see. I don't think by you what can. you say. This is basically what we're. But we're, by 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 what you say, if nah, if we if the argument, you can't, you can't the, control what you're if, able to see because but, they're they're controlling what you're saying. I'm saying I'm saying if if we are, well, I don't know what everyone believes. If I'm saying if I believe that whatever I say, type, or do. On, on any media device or even just in general is going to show up on my news feed then I have to believe that if, if I start to say only if I only start to talk about let's say Eminem I'm talking about Eminem only, only Eminem 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 only thing that I'm going to see on my news feed is music hip-hop rap Eminem all that kind of stuff now I'm not gonna that I will throw in the disclaimer that the algorithm, because probably is like prejudices and racism and all that stuff, it could throw in some other stuff because it fits under the umbrella of that. Mm. Or because they may think it fits under the umbrella of that. But I digress. I think, yeah, it's a good idea, but I don't think it's necessary. I think it is. I think that everyone should have a moment where um, they either read a book, really just take in the air, take in your own, like... Uh, the view, take a walk, like growing up, um, and maybe this is different for you, Greg, but I know for me and Mr. Rap Money, like we didn't have technology right away. We had some type of technology, but we literally y'all had to Y'all act our... like y'all 50 years older than me or some but... shit. We the same generation. Well, I don't, Greg, I just feel like for you, you feel like you need social media. And I think for No, us... I don't. You okay. just, well, you did. In That's all fairness, basically... you just said like, that you can like control, you, like you don't want, you don't, you, you don't want to let, you let don't want to have to take Basically, a break from it. That's wanna, not what I said. You don't want to take say? a break. Letting go, well, letting go, letting go and taking a break is totally different. No, I don't, I don't feel like but I you need, don't want to take a break. I, I don't feel like I need to take a break. Okay. That sounds like, like an addict type of thing. I don't think I'm addicted because <laughs> I, I can go days without even having my phone on me. Yeah, sure. I had never seen crack. that before. You have, you have a child. I, I don't even think that's even possible. <laughs> no, it is possible. Like, there's, I think it's someone who's crack. addicted to their phone. Like, there's many times I've had to come to Journey City and I left my phone at home and I wasn't turning around to go get my phone. Yo, do you know we get high off of, off of, uh, likes? Likes and all yeah, this. Yeah, of course. So when you look at the endorphins, the endorphins, yeah, when you look at the chart, the um, neurological chart of the brain's activity when it's on social media and receiving attention, yeah, man, yo. So if we're talking about endorphins, you're talking about getting high and anything like we're talking about overstimulating yourself, yeah, but overly as, stimulating as, soon, yourself. as much as those um, endorphins are there. 
What about for the person who don't get those likes? The social media also make you very, very depressed. Oh man, we talk about. And that's what we're saying is that like there's some moments where you don't. and, and I'm not saying everyone is using social media for likes, because uh, I definitely don't. Um, but at the same time, I think when it does come to social media, we've gotten so focused on our perception on the internet that we're not even paying attention to our real lives. I agree. And that like how what we're what what we have perceived online, <laughs> these people that we look up to or aspire to be are having regular lives or are struggling or having bad days just like ourselves. And to understand that there's moments where you should just kind of take a step back. And that's something that I also realized because I wasn't a social media person until I started being in these podcast streets where at one point I never even thought about social media in my day to day to one point where I felt like it was kind of consuming. I, I felt myself always checking Twitter, always put in a moment where I'm like, this is a tweet or I definitely need to tweet this where there'd be different moments where I'll be reading a book or uh, taking a walk. Like I felt like there was moments where I had more free time than when I was, than I had when, than I had when Twitter ended up being a part of my life or even Instagram. Cause I was always like wondering what, what was going on or what I want to be a part of or what conversations I wanted to start, which was again, a good thing for so me during the panorama. Who, so. Whose fault is it? Um, uh, I, is it social media's addictive nature or is it that you just didn't have the willpower to put the phone down? No, I think social media is built that way. Did you ever see any of the documentaries? I have. It's been. literally built for us, even for someone that doesn't so like you, social media. I need a definitive answer. No, that's so it's you not blame us. social media. Absolutely. I, okay. Do you believe in free will? Yes, but not when it's manipulated. That is. You can't believe in free will. Yes, I can believe in free will because we're proactively going on to these social media sites. But the idea is that, like, you get locked into something. Think about TikTok and the idea that you can spend hours on an app. You literally could not go nowhere. You won't turn on your TV. I You're going through go videos. App, though. I have the ability to not go on yes, the app. Yes, Greg, but guess what? Your mind pattern, just like, all, just, it's, it's like a habit forming that you're, even the way that you use your phone because of where you know where your icons are, your mind either automatically goes and goes to like a Twitter or like, even if you're not supposed you to gotta, go there. I think you got to speak for yourself. That's I'm not, not speaking. It's literally, it's documented. How... There's documentaries that's letting you know that they proactively just, that's why algorithms work. Once I... I know what you like, how can I keep you here? That's why a lot of platforms like Apple Music and Spotify are finding different ways outside of music. That's why podcasts yep. are a thing to keep people listening, keep people engaged, keep people not doing anything that they're doing except being on their platform. I don't disagree. Can we, I need you to clearly hear me because for some reason, sometimes things get misconstrued. I don't disagree with you. Okay, Gigi. then Greg. So this is the thing when you talk and then you say no, when I'm talking, that's you disagreeing with me. I, did, I, did, I didn't say no at all. I'm going to tell you what I'm hearing. Not what I'm going to tell you what I'm hearing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so when you want to have a conversation, let me speak my, let me speak my part. And then you say, okay, Gigi, this is how I feel. Instead of you thinking that you're always, we're always in disagreement. It's how you're responding to me to think that we're having a disagreement. Because, because the only reason why I have to say where, where, where I stand about what you're saying is because it's not cause I'm that cause it's not, that's not the thing I'm arguing. Cause I, okay. I agree with you. I know that social media apps are built to keep its users on it. It's, that's how you keep engagements up. The more engagements you have, that's how you're able to sell the platform. That's how you become, that's how you get money um, to come in to make new features for the app. 
I don't disagree with any of that stuff. But if we be, if you believe in free will, my thing is even if you have used Twitter, even if you have used TikTok before, you have the ability yes. to put your phone down. Yes. And say I don't want to do this. I anymore. didn't say that, Greg, because like I'm telling you, and that's why I'm. And, but and but that's why I'm saying that I I can't blame social media but you, for staying hours on the platform where I have the ability to put the phone down. But Greg, like I've seen you just sit there and just go on social media when you because I other, choose to. Yeah, but the thing is, is that. I need you to, sometimes it's not things that we're automatically controlling because I'm only telling you that because I didn't use social media from the time Facebook was created and I stopped using Facebook up until 2020. So th- th- that's you. And, and I'm telling you that that's someone that hasn't been engaging at all in social I, media. But that's you and I, people like I, you. I, okay, and so I'm speaking for me and people <laughs> like me. Okay. Because okay? at this point we keep having this conversation and so I'm going to speak my piece. Is that for someone that wasn't into social media, know that it existed and I proactively chose not to use it and now I'm using it and I can see how addictive it could be knowing that I don't want to use it. Mm -hmm. Is that I'm letting you know that Greg, yes, for someone who wouldn't care if I shut down my Twitter or my Instagram right now because it didn't mean anything to me, to me actually using it and I'm telling you on my day to day, I'm proactively going on to this app. Things that I wouldn't think that I would be doing now that I have it on my phone and I'm proactively using it. So can I ask you two questions? Yes, Greg. Can you can you shut down your social medias? What do you mean? Can you shut down if you if right now if I said Gigi, shut down your social medias? Can you do so? When you say shut down, what does that mean? Because delete delete your profile. Deactivate and delete the apps off your phone. Okay, completely. so then this is a great segue into my next question. You is didn't that, answer the question. Because can I do my segue, Greg? Can you relax? No, this is what I mean. Answer the question. Relax, Greg. You're not. No, you're going. So it's going to segue into my question that if you are branding or you're or this is your business, is this is not being on social media thing? And so to answer your question, Greg, is that because I know that I'm in these podcast streets that me not being on social media is hindering it. That's the only reason why I'm here. I'm here to be able to talk to you guys while you're able to listen to me. And so if you ever wanted to interact outside of this podcast, we can do that on social media. I'm talking about, forget the fact that you're trying to brand yourself on social media. But that's the only reason why I'm here. But so, then take let's take that away. I wouldn't. Can you deactivate yes. your, you can. Yes. And would you be okay? Yes. So... Social media isn't telling you not to deactivate your account. No, Greg, that's why I believe in the free will to do so, whatever but you, you want to do. So you believe in the free, that you have the free will not to go on the app. Do you, do you believe that? Yes. But you don't believe that when you're on the app, you have the free will to get off. No, I'm telling you that I can see how people can lose time in these apps. That's, but, that's not answering the question. Okay, then I don't know what you want me to say. Is so is Twitter telling you is when you're on the app is Twitter telling you do not close me? Why would they do that, Greg? That wasn't even that's um, that's not the Why would argument they do that, though, Greg? like that's or not, the the disagreement no, for whatever. Me, but, but for that's me, not it, it, that's not what I'm saying. Saying the effects, but of that's it. but that's but that's what I'm because I'm what, telling you that you know will, that that's not what they're gonna do. But I'm saying free will because I'm just I'm just saying like you were saying that. 
someone who's never been on social media yeah. got on social media yeah. and now you feel like you like gotta be on there. No, that's not what I said. I, why, said I can see you... myself wanting to go onto these apps often. Of course. To be in, cause you want, you, it's like a FOMO feeling. It's things that I didn't think that um, I cared about when I didn't have it. Now having it, just like now knowing that I have a brand and that's why I wanted to go into my segue, Greg, was that when you are trying to build a brand and you're trying to build a business, that staying proactive on these on these apps, especially knowing that we can't be face-to-face -face with people because of what our platform is, is that's your only form of communication. In order for you to stay relevant, in order for you to be able to interact with your followers, you need these platforms. And so I still believe that you should still be able to take a hiatus, but there's also like, um, you can do schedule posting, you know, let your fans know that you're about to step away and, and at least give them an episode or two to tune into. So I think that even with a brand, you should be able to take a hiatus. Um, it can be done. Okay. With pre-recording. Pre-recording. Pre-recording content. That is. But not uh, double episodes. That I was, <laughs> I was referring to the, this business. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 but is that taking a hiatus? Because you, you you're still talking about. No, I'm think... saying before you before you go on the hiatus, have pre-recorded content, so what's... whether it be audibly or visually, of um, videos associated, um, content associated with your brand, yeah. and you can like like Gigi said, put it on autopilot. Yeah, so you're saying if you have a posting schedule, continue to posting schedule, even if you're not there. So, but my question is, what is who? What's the high hate? What's the hiatus? Are you talking about the mm. individual who's running the social media or the brand autopilot. itself? You're talking about when we started autopilot. If you're on a hiatus, the autopilot is gonna post. Yeah, I, know, I get how posting. So I understand your question because it's. A, I think it, it it depends on how you look at it. Because for me, I think stepping back and not interacting with social media is when you're like not when you're when you're not being you active or the on brand there. you yourself okay. however i realize that you still being active is not allowing people to see that you're in hiatus but i think hiatus more is about you as a person your self-care like if you as a business like especially when you're an entrepreneur you just because you sick sometimes you still got to get up and work but if you know that there's an automated system that you might be able to just tap into every every other day you're gonna take advantage of that one moment so i think that when you do have a brand it's different when it comes to hiatus but i still think that you should like take a step back because people get sick sometimes you're having a bad day sometimes you don't want to record I, um i think i think your brand needs to be established to survive it right that's the i think i think if you if you're building a brand yeah nah you can't you can't take no hiatus um, i have to turn up you have to you i think you have to be well established <laughs> triple double overtime like way more than wow. somebody who is working at the post office you know what i'm saying content content mm -hmm. content content they need to know you're not there you need people need to know that you are there they will forget about you people yeah. scrolling all day yeah. You have to understand. I and I've been very aware of this. And I'm not even posting enough. As as much as I feel like I'm like I'm talking about uh uh statistically understand. I'm not posting enough. Every single uh category of posting on 
each platform, specifically Instagram, you're supposed to at least have 10 wow. plus wow. on reels, reels, just the regular posts, the stories, wow. a 10 day. every wow. single day. This statistic. I'm not ready. That's a it's day. A real live That's 70 posts a week. I'm not ready. I gotta, and I gotta turn up. Like, and it's just ha- having this conversation with y'all. I'm talking to y'all. Like I said, you know, we growing. I know there's some people out there who want to do this social media thing too. We we all talking about it. We all in the same boat. We growing too. That's why yeah. social media is now a job. Like, forget absolutely. Forget being communications. It's just like people are hiring people just to run their social media, and they get a lot of bread for right. it too. But like you said, when bread. you get established, when you get right, yeah, when you get that. right. Um, you should still be posting more content because the ones who stay alive, because you're still fighting for attention. Yeah. Everyone's still fighting for attention. Yeah. But it's definitely not the same. Like when you fr- first, well, treat my first like my last, and my last like the first one I came. Mm. No, like that's 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 real. Like the guys who. T- Drake is going overtime in, in the booth. And, and guys who are rapping every single day trying to get on are not, they not working as hard as him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know for sure the at the rate that he's recording, you know for sure he's in the studio every day. We got to put out content. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. So that's to say, so for me, again, Greg, Let's just clarify for the both of us that you do have the willpower to put down, not be on social media, but at the same time, I believe, and this may not be something that you believe, that social media and any other platform that causes either engagement or any time that that values data want you to stay on their platform as long as possible. So they'll find ways, whether it's how we flick, how we like, how we're interacting with the videos. They're proactively wanting us to stay on these apps longer and longer collecting information. And so that's why even kids, when it comes to like YouTube, like they, they automatically know where to go and then they continue to just follow this algorithm where they start watching all these other videos that YouTube says, you're gonna like this. And they say, oh, okay, maybe I do. Because you like this. Yes. You should like and then they it. just keep, and then now you just see them lo- every time they just want to grab their tablet and go on YouTube. And all they do is click on the box with a picture and they just on this algorithm roll. And which I feel like that has pre-programmed them now as an adult where it's going to be so much easier. I think it's different for us because we didn't grow up in an era where that's something that was needed for us to be stimulated because we found other ways outside of that. But these children growing up, social media has stimulated their lives. Not outside. Can I give you an example of something crazy that happened when I fell asleep with my headphones on watching YouTube? Do not... I don't suggest nobody to uh, fall asleep with your headphones on watching YouTube because it could go anywhere. (laughs) I understand. Yo, I told you about this at church and you did just that when I told you about this. I said, we're watching you. Just like that. That shit um, woke, it woke me up out of my sleep. And it was like a it was like a song or some shit. It was like a like a rock song. It was just like that on the ad of mm-hmm. in between the no, uh 
What the hell? Oh no. We are watching you. Watching no, you man. sleep. <laughs> watching you on your couch. <laughs> That's stalking. That's a stalking song. No, but yo. Hey. <laughs> see, it's so like it's that's that's what and that's how I see how social media has. So, yeah, that was my segment, y'all. I I think that everyone should just take a moment sometimes for themselves. Self care. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, the whole way. Mental health is definitely something that is taken seriously, and like, and then when the CEO of the mental health organization tell you that you are mentally healthy, that's when you are. Oh my goodness. When did you have this epiphany? About a social the hiatus. Yeah. When I was on the cruise, when I realized that I didn't have um, means to social media well, she came or up contact. Of course, you were about water though. Yeah. About a sun. Yeah. No, it you was know. beautiful. And then like again, and I remember that moment where I didn't have social media and like what, and it just felt relaxing. And not saying that I social media was any problem for me because I wasn't over overly consumed in it but it just felt really good not to look at my phone for a moment not to even think that anything was going to be on there and I could just enjoy the present moment it's a natural stimulation though like you've the visual yeah absolutely the water moving the smell your smell absolutely everything was totally different your stars were amazing you had your feet in the sand yeah absolutely so that's what I'm saying your social media and if well, that goes into the conspiracy theory, but um, yeah, this this is this is a this is a topic that's very interesting mm. and um, it's dangerous for the uh, for a lot of people in the future. What? Just, well, just moving into it. <laughs> I mean, hey man. I am Mr. Rent Money, and these are my conspiracy theories. So y'all know what time this is. This is the time where I let y'all know my conspiracy theory for the day. And we're talking about meta, the meta, the metaverse. And the potential of combi- combining Meta with uh, Neuralink. Neuralink, if I'm saying it correct. You are. Neuralink. Elon Musk has um, come up with this technology where he implants the chip with your brain, as I said, with one episode of just a conversation with Greg, Mr. Rent Money, and Gigi, um, where he combines the chip with our brains. Now, here's the conspiracy theory. If you are occupying all of our five senses at a higher rate than it already is, Right now, because that's what social media is, but social media doesn't occupy your your uh, your taste. Social media, yeah. social media doesn't occupy it, it. It does occupy your touch with the uh, with with the swipe. You never seen the app, but there's no vary. Like, there's no variation down. in the. There's no variation in the uh, the touch. 
So it's just glass, glass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Neuralink. It hasn't been said, but if there are, and I'm just a conspiracy theorist, so I can literally say whatever the bullshit that I read on the internet or whatever comes from my conspiracy theorist brain. As long as you recognize that it's bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's just conspiracy theory. Mm. Um, but uh, you didn't even hear what I said. I was messing. I was playing <laughs> off of you. Uh, so, so look, five senses. If I'm sending this this chip, they're sending pulses to uh, assigned nerves for the your senses. You. Um, if I have a, a a generation of children, adults who are already occupying their time with their phones, looking down and swiping up with glass and playing video games. If I can somehow combine the two where you're playing your video game experience and your social media experience is all within one universe to choose from at your leisure all of the your favorite video games all of your social media platforms everything you love that stimulates your mind and actually live there like go there visit this place if people are already doing this now with their phones imagine how much more would you where you said this is i'm going back to what you what you said um where you said uh People are losing time. That's that stood out to me because, in if if people are visiting a metaverse where where anything your wildest desires can come true. So we're talking about porn, everything, anything you could think of, mm, like can they do be have the dolls. Even huh? I said they do have the dolls, the sex dolls. The doll, the. But I'm saying if if we're in a metaverse, that's that's gonna be obsolete at one time. Like because you if if we can occupy the if you can occupy the the nerves in your brain that stimulate touch, yeah. you can artificial you can um artificially um stimu- stimulate absolutely like you can feel like someone's touching yeah you can feel like someone is touching you you grinding and all of this whatever any kind of touch you can think of. If you have a chip in your brain that's sending pulse to those designated nerves that are assigned to to these senses, if we can successfully do that. Yeah, we wouldn't even need for human interaction. Combined with metaverse, how much more would people lose focus with reality and totally abandoning Abandoning well, that, the, that stuff happens now. It's not like yeah, um, yeah. Now with phones, I'm talking about. We've never seen it home. where we actually live in. Like you could actually visit no. a whole entire place because you got VR with like the PlayStation Network, and I think you got VR for what's for Dungeons and Dragons and all that shit. There I, are I, people I, who experience it. We haven't experienced it. I if, think if it's you, social if you media, to, you can, I think people 
lock themselves in their basement with the virtual reality shit on their head for hours at a time. Yeah, mm-hmm. DVDs were like that. And it was a it was a point. I remember. What the hell is a DVD? No one was. What is this shit like? You, it just takes time. You're, you're saying like you think that we're gonna get to a point where people are literally living their life in this in this virtual reality. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I, that happens today, especially in the world of DVD. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. What I'm saying is that even... That's why I brought up the DVD thing. And there was a time where people who knew the shit were, were watching DVDs. They knew it, like you're saying. They knew the shit. They know the shit. They got their headphones on and they have the experience right now. But they're not in the metaverse. I'm talking about... At a different type of level, Greg. I'm I'm not talking about just putting some goggles on and go. I'm talking about turning this room into a real life safari. The objects in this room. This is not gonna be a couch. This mm-hmm. is gonna be. That's more than just putting some damn visual things on. Oh, it looks real. I'm talking about really experiencing. Like, like this on. mic is not really here. And it it just appears with have with you ever a used Oculus? Have you used any of the virtuality like um, gaming systems in this point in time? Yeah, I, recently. I, I I mean I've 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 had things that was that was like that, but I'm saying like because that's Oculus what... doesn't have touch. Oculus doesn't. You can't smell it. That's what I'm saying. Even higher that this metaverse shit is is taking. Yes, it, so it's I'm taking the and, Oculus. And so we're shit. saying that they're that's what they're working towards. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Well, I was, yeah, I was sure. even look. I'm looking at yeah. the Oculus shit, like how obsolete that's gonna be so quick. Well, not quick. They're gonna really ride this shit out where you gotta be holding well, these they... dumbass shits. But it's gonna be a point where, like, where literally with what I'm saying, mm-hmm. combining the neural link with Meta, and you will think that shit, and you are there. I think like like there. I I think it's um. They're definitely, they're definitely trying to figure that out. Like they, yeah. they like they do. They've got, they've got sight. They've got hearing. They've even got touchdown. Like there are gloves. Like there's gloves and shit that you can put on. That's like, there's nothing. Out, that's there. exterior. Everything is gonna be out exterior. Exterior I think the, first. The the problem is is how do you digitize smell? It's what I'm saying. If it's Neuralink, Neuralink, meaning it's hooked up to your nerve. The receptors in your damn brain so you say are like being it's occupied like re- artificially. Yeah, so so, so you saying like that there's going to be like a reprogramming of like what is smell? Like from what we know to from what we know what is smell today, like the Neuralink would I, my guess would be would have to reprogram something in your brain so that what we know as smell today has to be different. Because I'm just thinking of the the aroma like. I know it hits when it hits your brain. It triggers something that makes you think, "Oh, this smells good" or "This smells bad." Yeah, I think the Neuralink is gonna use that, so it'll take our day, our day to day, right? And so it'll use that as a way. So when we are in this reality that it already has registered because it, we're it's yeah. implanted yeah, yeah, in our yeah. body that oh, like so, if, say we're in a bakery, our mind already knows what a bakery smells like, so mm. it then triggers that smell. We start smelling it because it's in our it's it already has been stored. So you know that, saying? that that could be crazy only in the sense, excuse me, that could be crazy only in the sense because I'm thinking of someone, think of someone who has allergies, right? Because now you, because when you, 
if if just take just taking it from the example that you just said, like they're 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 taking, I would say, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like you were saying like they're taking familiar situations and they're going to apply uh, a sense of like bakery equals smell good. This is just surface level. Like I'm not, I'm not getting like. Look at it as AI, but AI now in your brain, where it's now just registering and learning from it. So it's not just, it's 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 just like what Mr. Ramani was saying, where how the algorithms are built. It's like it starts registering things that are associated based off your location. Because remember, now like it knows everything about you. So can I ask you a question? Just so I'm talking. And this is just, I don't know for a fact. No, I know. I'm saying, but just to just so I get a better understanding of what you're trying to say, like would the neural link say like if we're in this room. Mm-hmm. Like the first time we're ever in this room, it will automatically give me a a, a scent to smell. No, unless you're looking for a smell. No, um, uh, would you say this room? Of the, here's how I can answer that question. Okay. Uh, the chart, the activity, our brain activity of how something smells looks a certain way. It's a yeah. certain type yeah, of yeah, pattern yeah. for every smell. It looks a certain type of way. Because it looks a certain type of way, that means there's something going on in our brain or the receptors have a specific pattern uh, for each category. For each, of yeah, like, so, right. Yeah. yeah. Your view. Like the thing that's throwing me off is like if, and, and, and I guess this is more of like a conspiracy question. Like if I could ask the person who was working on this is what I would ask them. Like, would the Neuralink give you the ability to change the smell of something if you don't want to smell that yes. thing? It actually, the mm. Neuralink is not really was meant to actually for the social media. It's really to um, fix people that can't walk again, to allow them the ability to walk for again. That type of shit. For people that um, uh, basically couldn't move certain ailments or they want to be able to have them to be able to, or even can't feel again or their senses to be able to tap into those. Yeah, Like there's already like a a thing to, to help people hear. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get that. My thing is like, think about someone who works in the, in the, in the dump and and I'm, I'm really focusing on smell only because smell is like the one sense that I don't see you digitizing. I think, and I think that's what they're working on because I think it's a a matter of an update. If we talk about software, you talk about a chip. It's just a matter of you. And right now, that's what I'm asking. Will, will this chip implant, like, will this chip implant or like import smells for me already and tell me what to smell based on the situation? Five, senses it's not right now that's not what what's being said like you said as far as uh um being able to recognize when you have a disease or something like that brewing and the neural link will program your body to respond to this potential ailment or something like that for sure and rid the illness immediately but with just like an update, like you couldn't imagine years ago, people who used the, the first NPCs couldn't imagine this NPC one, how convenient it is. You know, they had a floppy disk. Even before the floppy disk, there was something else. You know what I'm saying? So just technology always changes. For sure. Constantly. And it just was an imagination. But if we talk about Neuralink and 
the fact that you're wondering if it could, if if we'll be able to smell, like if you have that chip, we're not too far from it. If you if you're just talking about putting a chip in your brain, that is a com- that, that's a computer. This. I can let okay. me say this: this chip will be the most groundbreaking technology feat For sure. ever. Because I'm just thinking, like, think about like when you smell something it could make you feel nauseous or yeah. um or it triggers like your allergies or something right yeah so if and i'm and, and so so if this chip is in your head and, mm-hmm. and, and this is what i'm hearing if this chip is in your head and it's already imported like like a, a playlist or something a playlist of smells to to be triggered based on situations how does that like this chip bus also Take away any feel, like take away, block off any passage in your nose whatsoever. It because could. I'm just thinking logically. Well, I say even if this chip is in my head, if I go and put this can near my nose, will this oh, will the will the chip override what I'm smelling right here? If there's something occupying, you're sense. thinking, you're thinking about your mind without a chip in it, Greg. The way you're you're responding is. Is because you don't have a chip in your brain. We don't have oh, chips dude. in our. Uh, oh yeah, last week mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about that shit. You never know. My five G did go up. I'm saying even with the even if you have a chip in your head, does the chip override the physical? We'll see. Thing? I didn't, I didn't think we're going too much into details just yet, but I can see how the smell thing can work because there's a lot of things that. We describe smell a lot, right? For sure. So if if it's something that we've never smelt before, right, and the chip's like, oh, you never smelt before, they can automatically go into an index and say, what does this smell like? Just like how they describe wines or how they can describe cheese. Right. And so then once you're able to register the smells, then you can produce those smells for it, too. And I don't think it's used all the time. And I don't think that just because you have the chip that it needs to be turned on all the time. I think um, that you would have on all. No, I I think in a sense of like your senses, I think that if you're locked into something. So let's say you want to use your own smell because you don't have a problem with your smelling. I don't think that that's something that the the chip will be like, oh, like you have to use it. I think that if you're using certain things. If they want you to engage in something, they want to do like a little ad across your screen. You know, they'll be like, ooh, like do like a little Burger King ad and just let you smell like the Whopper. And you'll be like, ooh, I'm hungry or something I'm like that. that. Look, check this out. If you got a room full of strawberries, real Whopper life organic really strawberries. Mm-hmm. Me personally, them shit stink. And then you have like right there a, in a room and just... Just as many strawberry nihilators. Which one you think you're gonna smell more? The organic one or the artificial smell of strawberry? I think the organic. Absolutely, I think so too. I don't think so. You think uh, you think you'll smell a lot of if I if I got candy, I think the amount of sugar, the amount of intensified uh, sugar within Within one little tiny piece of, if I this room was lit up with real live strawberries yeah. and lit up with fake ass artificial now ladies that taste delicious to me, yeah. That you're saying t- that you're, you're you're saying okay, so you're saying that <laughs> your senses you because he had to let you know that his delicious? senses. Yo. 
even one little nylater compared to one little strawberry, if you put them to your nose, you're going to smell that nylater. Like, I mm. think you'll smell the strawberry. I think you're going to, yeah, because I think, because the fruit, think so. especially think about when fruit goes bad. Like, you can smell that. Like, fruit has smell to it. The candy, I can understand that you can have a, a if you sense of up. candy. If you, if you what? If you heat, if you imagine if you burned up, well, if you, you you adding shit to it. If even you, if you heat up the, the raw strawberry, yeah, because yeah. If, yeah, if I'm at, if you heat up uh, raw strawberry at the end of the day, it's gonna lose its potency. When you heat up any it's organic, gonna create, it's gonna create another smell that's worse. Yeah, it's not a strawberry. It's my point. Which is smelling is you, not. So the strawberry doesn't smell like a strawberry no more after it's in the microwave. No, I think it's going to. If you keep disgusting. the strawberry in there, it's yeah. going to die. The 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 heat. Yes. Now, right now, you just if you want to argue, that's fine. But I'm talking about heat. When you boil fruit, yeah. When you boil vegetable, you are killing the healing components or so whatever it's supposed to be. Right. Sure. Broccoli still has the a smell to it. The things that's the broccoli, what is is it's dying. But you still smell it. But it still has you're an not aroma. you're not smelling the potency. The potency is dying. That's what I'm saying. But the no, fruit, you still smell the fruit itself. The, you will still smell the fruit more. No, you smell no, the you water. Would, you would smell the organic smell material more than you would smell the artificial material. No, I don't. I, I would put it that basic. I think that in in if with this chip in your mind because your mind automatically knows that you like the candy i think that your mind is going to automatically go to the to you have the a can- chip you can turn up yes the amount of there's no with an organic strawberry i'm giving you a strawberry yeah strawberry. i want to do this too because there's no way the hell you believe that okay, you don't go to smell the dolly at the end of the day the conspiracy theory is is nothing about strawberries like if you want to argue that's fine we can argue about strawberries and now another day but but I the point of it. this is Neuralink and meta and i'm saying if you have a chip the point of what I'm saying, if there's a chip in your brain, that there's a computer that can literally intensify the smell and override the real smell. If you can turn like control, that's what I was the, oh, so in this instance, this is with with the with the with the. If you talk about a computer, that's what I was yeah, asking. Yeah. Okay. Now we yes, then we agree because I, we're exactly talking. What I was asking. We're talking about right now. I didn't in know real that. Time. I didn't know the conspiracy theory was about strawberry. I gave an example. About something. No, like I was asking. Saying, the strawberry yeah. was asking the question that you just answered. Yeah. Now okay. we understand how you answered it, and now they gave us better perspective on what you were trying to say. I was literally just asking, like, will the Neuralink override what's physically like? Yes. If I have a can here and I'm smelling this can, will the Neuralink override say, it smell to popcorn? Make me smell right. And else? that was the reason why I said a strawberry, strawberry flavored nylaters when they make the when they make a nylater they're not making it so it can be as mild you're not gonna tell me that of course a, a mild a, a strawberry as good as it smells it's a it's a mild good smell a, a strawberry nylater is way more loud in your face it's not as... So you're saying when you yeah, go I into a store with, with nylaters, you can smell the nylaters when you walk into the store? No, but when I have a pack of strawberries right here, I'm not going, mm, but I can literally go like this and unwrap it, take the strawberry nylater out the wrapper and it'd be right here and I can smell a good-ass strawberry nylater. Okay, I can understand. And I think it's just the way that your senses are picking up the smell because I'm just seeing it as just like flowers. I think flowers have a smell as well it's to sweet. me. No, I think some flowers smell music beautifully, uh, and then I think stink. there's no, they don't. Whatever, Greg. Um, 
because and when I think about fruits, even apples have a smell. Oranges have a smell. Like fruits have a smell to them. Think about the weight, though. You still talking about capacity? Of course, it has juice in it. But if you take cherries, have a smell to them. Plum. Yeah. And I'm just saying is that like if I'm going into a store and I go into a, a, a farm store, I will smell the fruit before I look over at the aisle and find the chocolate candy That's and the nihilators. And, and packaged up. Yes. Even with an organic fruit, you're going to have a, apples that are exposed because they naturally have a covering that smells like that. But if you have, if you... Imagine if chocolate was sold outside of the wrapper. There's a reason why it's in the wrapper. So mice, not just because of that. So you can't smell like the mice. Imagine how much more mice and rodents, everything would be all up in stores if chocolate was just sitting everywhere. Candy was outside of the wrapper. You can't smell it. You're comparing something that is is just exposed. I, I, might, like, I might have to flip my argument on this one. You ever go to a chocolate store, like a like a legit chocolate you store? Yeah, but the chocolate, that shit chocolate. is overwhelming because it's, there's nothing but chocolate there. But we're not saying there's two components in one room. But I'm saying uh, there was like a I I think I think I'm kind of gonna side on this on the era of like if there was like a if there was a a, a strawberry store like where you walked in and there was nothing nothing else in this um in this storefront but. Organic strawberries, I don't think it will be as overwhelming as walking into any some um, like chocolate shop. But we're not talking about chocolate. We're cocoa about, with we're chocolate. Talk, we're talking. If, if, if there was a store with a bunch of natural cocoa, so, okay. This, compared this, okay, to, so are we, using, are we using this argument? Or are we actually talking about artificial strawberries? Because that, and I'm, I'm just saying, I'm even, thinking about. Even I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about chocolate. Chocolate, I can maybe understand where you're coming from in that instance because. I get it, and it even release endorphins. But you're saying that a fruit compared to an artificial candy, they're both in the room. Yeah. I'm going to smell the artificial candy before I smell the outside fruit. because the artificial still, candy has been developed to make sure that it does overpower. Yes, that's the whole point of candy. You ever smell, like think of think of a peach and like sour peaches or peach rings? Like you put them side by, even bite into a peach and then have that, that out versus just one sour. Um, like one peach sour ring. Granted, that peach sour ring probably smells nothing like what a real peach smells like, but you will smell think that peach sour peach. ring. Why do you think about peach? And it doesn't even smell like peach, but it's like yeah. the color. This is what I'm talking about. The even the the way the peach ring feels, the way it smells. If so, I'm going somewhere with that. Like if you do that with Neuralink. You know what I'm saying? The, the, there's a reason why you got the sugary coating, you got the the peach smell, the the peach like smell, and the way it tastes. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's associated. So I get it. I get it. I get it. I, the, the artificial smell over proactively makes sure it's more strawberry. Yeah, they, yeah, they have than to. whatever. So that's why our. Um, senses will pick up the candy because although it's not an actual strawberry, the idea that it has more strawberry smell to it will bring more se- to our senses. I got it. Exactly. Yep. I got it. I got it. You wonder what, what's in the can? It's so because it's a draft, so it like it keeps the the. If you was like look, if the can was see through, you would see the stout foam. Why? I thought you dropped a blunt or something in there. Like, 
Yeah, let me roofie Mr. Rent Money today. Yeah. No, like I you guys are in the spirit. Ashton is something like in the spirit. I'm like, what is? Did somebody put that, something inside? That would have been fucked up. That would have been fucked up. It's move. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fucked up. Um, yeah, we, we good to go to New Dialogue? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm ready to go to New Dialogue. Do we? Are we gonna play some? You wanna some play Jimmy some jams? Gonna play some Jimmy jams with this new jams. dialogue. So new dialogue, you know, it's the time of the show where we bring up something that we think is important that is it being given enough attention to, or maybe it is that we just want to talk about it just because it's something that we want to talk about. Um, yeah. That's how we end every show, and I always think it's fun. So anybody got something they want to start with? I'll give it a go. Uh, so my new dialogue uh, is the Colin Kaepernick uh, limited series. Um, what is it? Black is Colin. I'm black Colin. Colin like black, black guy. Colin black and white. I'm sorry, you guys. I, I just looked up Colin Kaepernick in uh, on Netflix and I found it because one of my uh, friends told me to go look into it because uh, we were going to have a conversation about it and mm-hmm. we'll probably still have it, but I thought it was pretty dope. Um, it definitely shed some light to me, not only with the NFL, but um, just it's called Colin in Black and White. That's on Netflix, um, you guys. Um, that it just brought attention to a lot of things. Just growing up um, in a scenario where you are of color and everyone else is um white around you and how you were able to kind of maneuver through that and how you see that uh, people of color usually have to work harder, prove, or have to earn something. It's not always given to them. Um, And it really let me look at Colin not only just as a football player or someone um, that was just trying to change America in, in the crisis that we were in or still in, but I saw someone that definitely believed in themselves despite all odds. Um, even when the easier route was to become a baseball player, he believed in himself to the point where even when it got down to the ropes, that he still believed and he was able to play football. And so it's just kind of sad to see that he's still not able to play, but able to see that he was able to still use that story um, and still provide us with knowledge and, I don't know, just a really good way to just end his collar Kaepernick story. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah, I think if anybody looking for something to watch on Netflix, it's definitely a good watch. I like it. Um, it's a really good conversation piece. For um, sure. I, I watched the first two episodes, um, and I think they're the, the show was done very well, yeah. very well, especially how they incorporate like um, just 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 black history of like important things, especially in sports that people don't pay attention to. Like um, on the first episode, it was about him and his cornrows, yeah. and he gave homage to Allen Iverson about how um, like AI changed. He, he changed the league. He changed the sports game. He changed... He was generation-defining about, like, how people presented themselves. Um, like, he got his cornrows done all the time and was shitting on niggas on the basketball court. Where, um... I don't care. I'm going to give it away. Go see it for yourself, but... They, all right, he, so before he you go, told, there's going to be spoilers, everyone. 
And sorry, not sorry. Oh, it's not about being sorry. It's just letting the people know that they're gonna have a spoiler. Disclaimers work, right? Okay. Care about your listeners. Fine. Boo! I'm joking. Um, but his um, like Gigi was saying, like he was in an all-white school, and they said your braids are a distraction. It's not making you a good athlete, so you should cut them. Mm. Like I was shice Bob, and the parents are trash. If it is true that they didn't go to bat for him over some fucking hair, yes. like that is trash. The old, like the only issue that I have with this show is how they portrayed the NFL Combine and draft. They compared it. They they contra um yeah they compared it and um to to slavery um and in the sense of who said that and how did they word it? They didn't. They they, they depicted. No, they depicted like. Like oh I got you okay like um saying that everything that they let me say this everything that he was saying about how the the, the combine and how they are, they measure men and athletes and say like oh you need to get stronger or you need to get um faster or you need to do all these things um and they and they rank you in a system based on your physical attributes I understand how that equates to what they did to slave um to slaves. That is not my argument. I think, um, not even my argument. That's I, I, I agree. Um, I thought it was it was it was it was interesting that they did that they chose to do that because the NFL draft like they do that to white athletes as well. It's not just black athletes, but the way that he depicted it on the screen. I'm just talking about the visuals. It was only black people, and I think that was. Uh, I'm not gonna say it was a reach. But I'm going to say it was like, it just seemed it was uncalled for the way he called it. Like, he made it just seem like that's only, it only happens to black people. That's the way I took it. Understood. But then, like, also, if you continue to watch the episode again, if there's any spoilers, I do apologize in advance. However, but in one of the episodes, I want to say maybe it's third, maybe it's the second. I'm not sure if you saw it, where he was trying out for JV. And he was clearly better than his, his white counterpart. And because he fit a... What was, count, because the white quarterback. Yes, and he fit. Um, what was fit his? The like, mold of what, yes, he fit was. the mold that even if he wasn't as great, that he automatically got the position. And so when you and it and, and it just goes into just how life has played out for Black people in America anyway. But to, that's why it's not just the same for a black person going into a role when a white person going into a role because that black person does have to have that span width or the speed or the weight that white person just may have to check two boxes out of the five but because they're white they've already gotten the job and so like when you don't see that person on the on the block saying that they need to be this tall or then it's because it's not needed they've already already passed the test they don't need to have anyone criticize them they've already been chosen I agree. so i think that's why it, it equated more to slavery when it comes to black people because most of the people going into outside of um fortunately for colin where he was able to have adoptive family that cared and wanted him to be you know the best and ha- and have situations where to be the best athlete and even no even in scholarships he was really good in school they he was him, great at school i feel like you didn't finish watching, but he was a great okay. student. Even even if you think that he was great at sports, he was also a great student. No, no, I believe he was. No, I was just saying, like, his parents seemed like they wanted him to be just 
care about him being a great person because being a great person would be so uh, want him to know about his heritage or want him to know but how about do you all do facets. that for oh, and again you don't you didn't watch the whole thing so and again sorry you guys for spoilers but his parents didn't choose him his parents already were supposed to have this other child that happened to be a boy that was going to be white that child was no longer available he was the second choice and just because he was available and his parents can no longer had kids they accepted him this is a family that wasn't dealing with black children he obviously he's a uh, a higher yellow hello yellow tone he's a lighter tone of black so at initially as a child you're not his his even his look and his nose you don't look like a black kid just yet obviously as he grown up you saw his features and he was treated a different way but his family and his mom did not know about hair braiding like her association to hair braiding is a thug the only people that she sees with her, their hair braided and I think that's but I'm saying I think that's wild it's like it's it's it, wild for us but if you only live in a community where you only see people that look just like you and no one else looks different and the only way that you're able to see another type of culture is through TV and social media, not social media, the media is telling you that these people are thugs. If you move to Wyoming, right, you know nothing about Wyoming. You're not gonna, you're not gonna try to learn about your surrounding okay, area. So you sound like a black person trying to live in America. Why do you think that white people need to know where it's going on when... No, I, I'm, I am, I am, I am talking in... It's specifically about these two white parents. Why do you think that? Why did you think that? No, I, I didn't think, like, I know that's not what they would do. I'm saying they should, but I'm saying common, to me, it would be common sense to want to know more about how to care for your child at the bare minimum. Yes, and then there is, a again, there's an episode where she finds out that, oh, he wants his hair braided. She goes acts her her black counterparts, which her co-workers, episode. and about how to do that. But before that, it didn't affect her. Do you understand, like, bl- white people don't always think about others outside of what's already in their community, right? And so if he never had an issue with that's himself... That's what I'm saying. That's wild to me that, like, that her first... It's wild to me that their first thought is... um That the first thought is not... That's ignorance, Greg. I know, and that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that that's wild. It's not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying it's wild that that was their first thought. That's, that's all. No, and I'm not. I'm not telling you what your <laughs> thoughts are. I'm telling you that it's not. Doesn't sound wild to me because I know white people, even that met me, that never met a black person in their life until they met me. But my thing is like it's like one, one. Well, in today's age, of course, people are trying to be poli- poli- politically correct, and I get that. But I'm just saying, even and, and granted, everyone is not built the same, and I get that. I'm not, and and yeah, I understand all that. I just think is is one is just ignorant. One, this is your child. This is a, this is a, this is your kid, and and this is not the character assassinate um Colin Kaepernick's parents. I don't know if this is from his mind. They might have saw something different. I'm just going off of what I saw on Netflix. I would think even even I'm not a, I'm not a female, right? But I have a daughter, right? If my daughter is seeing other things that women is doing, mm-hmm. right? I can't relate to it. I'm going to go, I think I'm going to try to go out and um, figure out how to be a support to that versus just saying, cut your hair. Understood. But guess what? And I thought that was wild. Their first, their first react, their first thought was to cut your hair. We don't care about what you're feeling 
as a black man. He had to cut his hair. When, he had to cut his hair when he was a kid. Yeah. And I just. Uh, and I just oh, so, so why so did you think that you, saying black man was even something that they even acknowledged? This is what I. True. This is what I don't. And that's why I'm like I think that you expected more from this family because you thought that they did more research, knowing that they were going to get a black child. I'm telling you that they didn't. I'm telling no, you that. No, I know that. No, and I so, that. And, I'm, and in that instance, like, in, as you can see, he's only grown, around, grown up around white people. And it wasn't up until that moment where his friend got brazed and he was like, okay, I'm going to dry it too. That's when his family started, not even, his mom tapped in and tried to figure out, but then also yeah. realized that she felt uncomfortable when she saw braids on her son's hair. Because then she started seeing something that was already portrayed on the media as thugs as someone that will harm you if you have braids in your hair yeah and i just think um i understand that but i think as like as you go through life and new experiences come along you try to you try to familiar you're right but if you don't have these experiences greg how do you learn every experience you always have a first experience and for her for her and for them in their first experience was to not even try to understand. I just think that's crazy. But she did. That's why she went to find a shop for him to get his hair braided again. Let me say the father. Because okay. the father did not try to understand. Und- he just said the coach said cut your hair because he... What he say? Um, mental fatigue. You thinking about how your hair looks every day is making you less of a person. Mm. What? That's ignorance. That's someone that doesn't have to worry about that. And not even thinking about it. That shit was crazy to me. I'm like, these, yes, you're right, it's just ignorant people. Yes, when you don't have to worry about things in your life and things that you've never thought twice about, that someone literally has to think 700 or 800 times a day just Mm. to make sure that they're okay, it's different. Our lifestyles are different. Just like when there's scenarios where they're being approached or he's being in situations where he's uncomfortable and they're oblivious to it. They don't get it. He gets stopped by cops and they don't even understand what's happening. And he's like terrified for his life because he's about to get shot in in a car with with two of his parents that happen to be white. And if it wasn't for the fact that they said that, oh, hey, he's my son and he's adopted. The cops let him go and then he doesn't get a ticket. Listen, people. Listen. Sorry for spoilers, you guys. Be really kind. Good. If you don't know something, if you don't understand something, ask questions. Don't assume. Don't don't be stupid, man. I think that sounds great, and I just yeah, want to say if you're, to it definitely if you're, if you're, is. I'm not perfect at it. My, I'm not saying because I'm not perfect at it at all. But I think in a situation like that, that shit, yo, shit like that just that just never makes sense to me. Like it doesn't. But why the hell wouldn't you? Well, that's because my belief is I think I'm put on this earth to get to know people, not for people to get to know me. I think it's both ways because I think, Greg, like getting to know you will get to understand how you've been able to build this brand for yourself and even you like becoming like as great as you are. So I think people should get to know you as well. Yeah, if you want to get to know me, that's cool. Wow. You will get to know me. But I don't like I, I don't he need has to a podcast too. Do I don't need I don't feel like I need to like go up to people and be like, bro, you should get Of course to know not. Me. You have a podcast, so like I am someone you should know. Mm. He just has a if you don't know me, what can you say? I don't know what I'd do without me. That was a Ooh, good that interview. Oh my god. Nah. That interview. Oh, Mr. Freeman, you watched it? Did you watch the interview? Um, Drink Champ. Drink Champ well, yeah. with Kanye. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it in time. It was an amazing. It's one of the better interviews I've seen this year. I, I enjoyed feel like I that. Know Kanye. 
I feel uh, like I, the reason why I feel like I know Kanye is because like when he first dropped college dropout and I, I remember actually getting the copy of the CD and listening to it for my first time on mm. on the on a compact computer like hey. listening to it for the first like yo that was a, the change that was like the change that was the changing point of my life so watching him go from college dropout to that interview to this recent interview was mm-hmm. it was dope that that interview was cool I thought it was really good he definitely dropped some bars some definitely tweetable videos I, I have some coming up because I was just like you are like platinum like I just love Kanye in his essence even with the haircut I was like those are doves you sure you sure <laughs> I don't think so but okay his mind is is he's is a genius crazy I, I like the fact that like the one thing that I, that I did appreciate was one he gave everybody their flowers Absolutely. like everybody their flowers except Big Sean and John Legend. He did not and, like that. And and a oh boy, do I get it? But I wish he wouldn't have did it that way. I'm airing that shit out. But he gave Drake his flowers. Like he gave Common. Um, even though he said Common's a better rapper than who is it? Talib. Quali. Quali. Yeah. Um, he still. Are gave... you being for real? Were you were you say tell them Quali name? You do that every time. I don't really. I didn't know how to say his name. Not that you was being a dick just now. Like no, I, I really didn't know how to say his name. T- to leave, to leave, like what's no, the shit? No, I definitely like, did. Being sarcastic, absolutely not. I did not oh, know how to say anything. Um, but yeah, I thought, but he was still his arrogant asshole self. Um, I have no issues here. Um, he was still being an asshole about it because he was like, "You need four people to go against me in verses." Yeah, and even at the him. end of the day, it's probably still me versus me. You know what's funny is. The, the difference now is he has a lot of money to actually match up behind the things he says. Um, when he was, because Jay-Z even said this multiple times, or even J.D., when back when he was doing Ghost, when Kanye West was doing Ghost production, like, mm. that Kanye West is literally the same boastful. He just, at that time, he didn't have the money. So it was like, mm. he just Kanye West, like, the, the backpack uh, producer backpack guy who's trying to rap yeah. all of the time, like you ain't nobody. But now you got money behind it, and nobody can't tell you nothing because you a billionaire. So now it's like, oh, he he he's a prick. Like he's been a prick. That's what I'm saying. That's what I I, I firmly believe. And that. Nas is his favorite rapper. I don't understand why. I thought he said Mace. No, he said Nas. Said Nas is his favorite rapper. Up. I don't understand why. Because yeah, what, and he, he loves said, he says he says he says contradicting things all of the time. I've heard multiple times that, that Kanye West said Mace is my favorite rapper, and then you hear some, and you hear a different interview, or even the fact that the uh, the auto tune thing. He gave T Pain props for auto tune, and and then next thing you know, the next interview he was. He was bad, not bashing T Pain, but saying that he invented auto tune with them few clips on uh fucking college dropout when they had that uh the, like, it was like a break in a song or something like where somebody used it, but they wasn't doing no damn T Painting like it's <laughs> really crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like T Pain, yeah. but t- Kanye West always be saying it was a really I love that interview. That was a really really good. He said. 
Why does he think Gemini's are superior? That's what he... I mean, that's what he said. Well, no, and he said Diddy is his twin, and Diddy's birthday is November 4th, so he 11 should not want Diddy to be his twin. He said Diddy, he said he got a little bounce like that. Would <laughs> you look at the Gemini's? It's crazy, though, seriously. Mm. I don't really fuck with all that. I astrology don't either, but it is crazy, though. He said, I only know how to use Apple Pay, so now I gotta make Apple Pay. That was nice. The funniest shit he said was that he put Jay Z, Kim Kardashian, Travis Scott, Big Sean, and um someone else. I think Kylie was the Kylie in there, no? Somebody in a group chat. It said I got more money than all of y'all. Combined. He said I was lying, but that's what I said. Oh, at the time he was he was lying. He was definitely lying. He was like, but that's what I said. I mean, it's the truth now. According to him, it's nine. Bloomberg says it's six. Wow. He said he has 8.6. He's trying, he say trying to get a trillion. Mm, he's trying to, he trying, trying to be with the Bezos. He's trying to get a trillion. I wonder what what, what can he do to There's get no that? There's no limit. There's no limit. But the, 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 the hot tubs, the hot tubs <laughs> are in the hip-hop horizons. Stop means right away in the corner. You stupid, mm-hmm. yo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Colin Kaepernick and uh, the drink champs. I'm sorry, y'all. I just those were like two things. I, I don't want to wait till next week, but those were like really two good things this week that I enjoyed watching a lot. So, so my new dialogue is that I'm fat, right? Mm. And I love food, and I put together the perfect. Fast food meal. Are y'all ready for this? You gotta take McDonald's nuggets, checkers fries, Burger King Whopper. I am a fat nigga. I like I like where this is going. Do it again. Burger King Whopper, right? Chick-fil-A sauce and Chick-fil-A's lemonade iced tea. Mm. Okay, run it down one more time just so we can get it together. Who's where's the fries from? Checkers. Checkers. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Checkers. Chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Yes. Whopper from Burger King. Yes. Lemonade from Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. with the Chick-fil-A sauce. Uh-huh. I want all of that. That is. We should do that. I think that is the perfect. I think so. Meal. I think that is amazing. I love that. I love all of that. I'm down. I'm fine. I mean, even though I don't eat McDonald's, maybe I'll get chicken nuggets somewhere else. You need to get over that shit. I'm not. Yeah. Do you see what I'm talking about, Greg? Is that what I'm talking about? Like, I tell him how I feel, and then he tells me to get over it. Like, why can't I just feel the way I feel? No, I'm not laughing. But do you see what I'm saying? I'm not laughing at when he did it. But you see that he does that. I confirmed that when you You see what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. This man ain't shit. It's about fucking food. Oh my god. <laughs> this is just this is what you hear, you guys, but I'm just saying. Our like our like that, road way chronicles. He's always telling me to get over it. Um That is not the truth. But I definitely will eat that. I think that should definitely be the food of champions. You should have that for us. Um maybe on our fiftieth episode you should get that for us. No motherfuckers. 
Wow. Because yes. I don't want to buy you food, I don't care about your feelings? No, it's not buying me food. It's the team. We made it to 50 episodes. Oh, because I don't want to buy the team food, I don't care about your feelings. Okay, I mean, all right, yeah, fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go to sleep. <laughs> well... <laughs> Anyways, Mr. Rent Money, I think you're the only you're the last one with the new dialogue. Um, so yeah, guys. So I just want to give you an update on what I said last week. Remember, I told y'all that uh, my son's school uh, gave him to an unauthorized. My son's school gave him to an unauthorized person. Is the update? I spoke with the mayor of Union City. Um, his. I'm in talks with his uh, uh, assistant. I spoke with him directly. Um, at this point, I'm not sure if, if it was a matter of uh, elections are here and he's trying to show face and they're just giving me some uh, runaround. But I'll give you an update next week based on, on what I hear from his assistant. And we'll take it from there. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Um, yeah. Once good. again, you, anybody can help with this situation. It is still greatly appreciated. We're going to send out those. We're going to send out another post this week. Just comment underneath. Just hit up Mr. Rent Money directly anywhere on social media. Yeah. Yeah, and if you just want a backstory to know what's happening, just check out episode 47. Um, as we continue, he'll probably give you like summaries just to give you a little catch up. Um, but if you do just want to tap in um, to have like a better understanding of what the update is about, please tune into our episode 47. Um, and he definitely kind of just breaks down everything that's happening and um, why we're here. Um, so shout outs to um, you, Mr. Rent Money, for just sharing your story. Um, and shout outs to you guys for still being here um, as we. And shout out to me for still being here, too. Um, so thank you, everyone. Um, if you're still here. Just want to say thank you. We appreciate you, appreciating us, appreciating you. Um, it's been an awesome evening to spend with my guys um, and Greg. Mm. How can you tell them how to find you and how to find us? Oh, you were saying and Greg, where can I thought you were saying your guys and Greg? Like I'm not included in the guys. It's always not about you, Greg. It's always about me, mm. yo. I got to stop listening to Kanye West, clearly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change my name to Grit. <laughs> nope. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yo. It doesn't work, Greg. Follow us on social media. You know, get social with us at just a convo underscore pod on Twitter and on Instagram. We load, we, we, we uploading some clips and, you know, we want, we want y'all to, as Gigi say, tap in and... Get, get social tap, with tap, us. Tap um, comments below. But if you want to know more about me, because I'm great, and because you just realize I am someone whose thoughts should be in your life, Mm-mm. follow me on Twitter at Gregisms with a Z. That's dope. That's really dope. Definitely follow us um, and also give us some feedback. Leave some comments on whatever platform you're listening to us. We love to hear from you. Let us know if you love, hate, adore, or indifferent of the show. We love to hear that. And Mr. Rent Money, how can they find you? Just Google me, baby. Mr. Rent Money. Go to Google, type in Rent Money. You'll find me everywhere. Dope, dope, dope. And you guys. Hi everyone. Uh, 
to find me, you can find me on Twitter at GCarly7, and that's G-Q-A-R-L-Y, and the number seven. I would get to love, to get to love, I don't even know what I was trying to say. Follow me, and I'll definitely follow you back. Um, I like to have conversations, comments, and I hope you like to do the same. She likes to receive clips of people playing the saxophone. I don't. <laughs> You're so corny, girl. <laughs> I don't. Please don't do that. Um, somebody somebody go slide in your DM, please. No, I've had a saxophone player slide into my DMs. It didn't work out for me. <laughs> and we're going to just keep it moving. I need, maybe Africa, I need like a, a piano player or something like that. Maybe oh, I'll get like a man. violin player next time. Um, maybe I'll just get a producer and be great. You know what I'm saying? What? Ignore him. Hey, yo. <laughs> With that being said, um, shout out to the saxophone players that ain't shit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to the saxophone players that are shit. You know, you all are great in your own ways. Um, but with that being said, if you forgot today, if you forgot to provide yourself grace today, there was someone in your life you needed to them needed to remind them today. I want you to all to go be great.